today I want to, I learned this from my, uh, uh, my spiritual father, okay? Praise the Lord. Um, Reverend Tunde Amosun. Amen. So, um, I'm just telling you straight up. I'm not the originator. <laughs> Amen. But it's good. It's a, it's a good word. And it's very important that we learn. I learned from it, so I can as well pass it on. So today, I'll be sharing with us the five fingers rule about finances. The five fingers rule about finances. Okay, let's see Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Let's begin from there. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. We'll read, we'll first of all read from the New Living Translation and then we'll read from the Message Translation. We looked at it on Wednesday. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. The New Living Translation from verse 11 or from verse 10. Let's, let's go to verse 10. He said, don't long for good old days. Father, we receive your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for illumination. Lord, may it not be received as the words of man, but as your word. Let Jesus be glorified. Father, we receive wisdom, nuggets of wisdom from the pages of the scriptures today. Our hearts are flooded with light in Jesus' name. So it says in verse 10, don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Need you please keep, keep tweaking it. Now you've got in there. Okay. Don't long for the good old days. This is not wise. Praise God. <laughs> that means, Brother Solomon, how much was your school fees <laughs> when you were in secondary school? I know that you and Brother Lawrence went to the same secondary school, right? Or is it Saturday? How much did you pay? You can't remember. Three naira. Oh, it was free education. Yeah, it was free. Hallelujah. I went to a unity school and. Uh, we paid 80 naira per term. 80 naira per term. As a border. Our textbooks, no, we paid for it, but very small. Very small. Some of them were free. Praise God. You know, our school at that time was one of the best equipped. GSS schools at the time. We had everything. We had some students, some schools were struggling with one physics teacher. We had four. In fact, we had five. One of them was a PhD. Yeah. So, English teachers, we had seven in our school. We had everything in abundance. But now, Hallelujah. Praise God. What we pay for my daughter's 
first term. <laughs> One term. If you put everything I spent, I don't think it's up to it. But the Bible says, don't long for the old days. It says it is not wise. Give me the message translation. Start from there. The message translation. Please be very fast with it. I have plenty to, to share this morning. Because you did not come for prayer service. That's the reason why. Don't always be asking where are what? The good old days. Wise folks don't ask questions like that. Wise, so it is foolishness to ask. Tell your neighbor, don't be a foolish person. Oh, back in our days. Cement, my father built his house when cement was 2 naira 50 kobo. But you know there were people who did not build at that time. Now that cement is how much, man? 4,700. People are building en masse. So you are now wondering, where is the money? It's on this earth. It didn't come from heaven. So that means that when it comes to the race of life, you can't go forward by looking back. You can't see anyone running a hundred meters race or whatever race for whatever at that, and the person is looking back. When you look back, it will slow you down. When you look back, most likely you will trip and fall you will not be able to complete the journey. So the Bible says it is not wise to ask such questions. So which means a foolish question to ask. Verse 11. It says, Wisdom is even better when you have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes is a very strong one. He said, it's better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Right? Isn't it? Yes. You need it. You need both. You not only need money, because the Bible, Jesus referred to someone as a rich fool. So you can be rich and be foolish. In fact, Abigail called her husband. What's the name of that guy? Nabal. Nabal. He said, he said, he said that is like his name. Foolish. But we see, but the man was a very rich man. But he was a foolish man. So money and wealth, what does he say? He said both will be beneficial. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything. But only wisdom can give you life. That's where the difference is. And so if we therefore must, must be students of both. The Bible said there was a wise poor man 
who did what? Who delivered the city from a battle? Uh, when it was time for rejoicing, nobody remembered him. But he was the one that delivered the city through his wisdom. So wisdom alone is not enough. When it comes to the school of finances, hallelujah. And so we therefore must, must interact with both sides. Praise the Lord. So, having said that, let's go straight to the five fingers rule. I know I won't be able to finish everything today, so come back next week. Ah, next week, Wednesday, Sunday, Brother Mark is going to be with us. So, just stay with us. Praise God. Maybe it may be on start or day right, I will finish it. So, join start or day right. There are five fingers, right? So, this finger is called what? No, no, no. This finger is called what? Your index finger. Let me use my left hand. Right? It's called the index finger. Right? Then the next one, this one is the longest finger, isn't it? Check your hands. Is it? Check yours. Is it the longest? If it's not the longest, we need to pray for you. Okay? Then... Then we have this one. What do they call this finger? The ring finger. And then we have this one. The little is the smallest. Then we have this one that is separate from them. The thumb. Okay? The thumb is, most, is the most powerful of them, isn't it? And is the only finger that can touch every one of them. Right? Check, 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 check. If you are, if you are in doubt. <laughs> Hallelujah. Try to use your small finger to touch everywhere. It can't. You will break it. Praise God. Except yours is really very, very flexible. Praise God. So we want to learn wisdom. Remember, wisdom and money. Wisdom is a defense. So we want to learn wisdom from these five fingers in the school of finance. Praise God. So let's start with the index finger. The index finger, write it down. That's why you come with bear and paper. Okay? Or write it in your, in your phone. The in, it writes, with your index finger, it means you should earn as much as you can. Earn as much as you can. Earn as much as you can. Why? Somebody give me the reason. Why? Give me a reason. Why? Why? Because that's what? He said that's how you make money. Money is never enough. So that you have extra to save. It's because you always need money. Period. Why in this world you, all, you will always need money from the day you are born? Hallelujah. It took money to take care of you. Whether they bought pampas for you or not. Praise God. So every season of your life until you leave this world, you will always need money. And so, 
The first thing we are to learn in the school of wisdom and finances is that you must earn as much as you can. Earn. So, now, if you don't earn, praise God, you can't have. Write this down. You don't get wealth or money by giving. You get wealth by earning. So, where you start from is not the giving, is the earning. Now, write L before the earn. What will that turn to? Learn. So, to earn more, learn more. Simple wisdom. In operating on this earth, you want to earn more, do what? Learn more. So that's why those who learn more, they usually, all other things being equal, will do what? Will earn more. So what you are earning today is a function of what you have learned. It's not, it's not some evil spirits that are binding money from you. The evil spirit that is actually binding money from you is the lack of knowledge that you have. Someone says, I don't know. I'm always losing money. I'm always losing money. Money doesn't run away from you. You are the one that loses it. Praise God. And you lose it not because Satan is after you. You lose it because... You don't have, you lack wisdom. Every time I've I have lost money, it was because wisdom was not applied. It was not because of any curse. Tell your neighbor, it's not because of a curse. And you don't, you are not saying it like you are convinced. It's not because you are cursed. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. Somebody called me after a radio program one day and said, he said, Pastor, I don't know. You know, I, I earn money, but I don't know how the money goes. I need you to pray for me. I said, bros, you don't need prayer. He said, you can't tell me you don't know where your money goes. When you ate money, was, when you ate food, was it not money that you used to buy the food? Hallelujah. When you transported yourself, was it by tongues? See, money just disappeared from where I kept it. Somebody stole it. It was not an angel. In neither was it a demon. Or you were the one that spent it. And when you were spending it, you, you were so blinded by your desire. When you should have bought suya 500 naira, you said, ah, 2,000 naira. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so before the end of the month, you have, you have used the, the, your money to chop suya. When you are eating the suya, you know, and going to a zone to go and watch a movie, you forgot that you have to transport yourself. 
So I don't know how the, the money just goes. Mo, no, mo, money doesn't just go. Tell your neighbor, money doesn't just go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the more you learn, the more you what? You earn. You get wealth by earning. So question, what are you earning? If you are not satisfied with what you are earning, don't just pray. After prayer, gather knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times. Through wisdom, a house is built. Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. Hallelujah. By knowledge, all his chambers are filled with precious things or precious riches. Hallelujah. So, our index figure says what? <clears throat> Someone says, hey, I know people, they are not doing much, but they are earning plenty. There are various ways to earn. And we're going to get there. So I'm not going to go into all that one. I'm going to leave the experts, the Macon Jews, the George Osawayes, and the other people that will come to come and teach us. What do I know? I just know Bible. Praise God. So the next one, which is your what? The longest finger. Okay? Write this down. The longest one, because the longest one, this, this one is the one that is very, very, very important. Is very, very important. Which means that you should not, you should not, you should not uh, dispense away with this one. Is very, very key. Right? You save as much as you can. So the first one is earn as much as you can. Second one is save. That's why it's the longest. Save as much as you can. Save, I'm not saying save 10%, I said save as much as you can. As much as you can. So which means that if you are not saving, then it means, uh, and you are earning, praise God, then it means that you are not uh, a wise person with money. Jesus told uh, talked about the parable of the talents. One was given five and he produced five more. One was given two, he produced two more. And then one was given one and he went and buried it. And when the master came, Jesus said the master required it for all of them and said, oh, you are well, well done. You are loyal. Praise God. Haven't you seen that? It is loyal. I mean, they promote people who, who bring more money to the company. Isn't it? They are the ones that are loyal. Praise God. But, he said, the one that buried his own, he said, ah, ah, he called him a wicked person. He said, at least, even if you did not know how to multiply it through a business, you should have gone to, you should have taken it to the bank. Even if it is, what's the interest rate now? I think it has jumped a little bit now to about 4% 4 or 4.5% recently. 
I think it came down to as low as 1% one time. You know, when we were in recession. Praise God. Some of us don't understand what recession is. Go and learn. That's it. And learn so that you earn more. So we, those are financial terms. You are in this world. Don't say you are in this world. So you must learn the language. So that when they are speaking, they will not be speaking above your head. You say, Can you say yeah? Praise God. Hallelujah. So, he's, he, he said you should have, at least it will earn interest. So that at my coming, it will, when I receive it from you, it will be more than what I gave to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, the second one is save. Save as much as you can. Why do you have to save? Praise God. Glory to God. Look at, let's see a, a scripture. Uh, 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 praise God. Proverbs chapter 6. Which team is the best now? Which team is going to win the EPL? What? You mean they have taken over Arsenal? Jeez. Those guys cannot be trusted. Hi. When I was hoping. Don't put your hope in man, no. They've disappointed big time. They lost him last minute. So, you mean, my, are you serious? <laughs> Praise God. No. You have to score throughout the whole season, isn't it? And you are not only to score. You are to keep what you have scored, which is what Arsenal refused to do. <laughs> they didn't keep their score. Abby, they scored. So you are not only to score, you are also to prevent people from scoring. That way you do what? You keep your scores. So, if you don't save, you are not keeping your scores. So, you cannot win at the end of the season. Proverbs chapter 6. Verse 6. Praise God. So, don't just make money. Praise God. So that you will not be called Oluwana. now. What is the meaning of a low one now? Yesterday's rich man. Old glory. Proverbs chapter 6, let's see verse 6. It says, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways. Let, 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 let's read it from uh, the message translation. Give me the message translation. The message translation. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Okay. You lazy fool, look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Nobody has to tell you what to do. All summer, it does what? It stores up food at harvest. What does it do? It stockpiles. So, listen. God is not unfaithful. Everybody at one time in his life will experience harvest. Harvest. 
Everyone at every point in his life will experience some level of harvest. Every time you earn, that is harvest time. And what does the Bible say that you do in harvest time? You don't eat everything in harvest time. He said you do what? You stockpile. You save. He said, he said they will stockpile provisions. Why? Because winter is coming when there will be nothing to harvest. Quickly, let's run through uh, the, the, the story of uh, Joseph. Genesis. Genesis chapter 47. Quickly, let's run through it. Genesis chapter 47. Praise God. I'm not a guest minister, so we'll stay here. Praise God. Amen. Verse 13. Let's read from verse 13. I'm going to read very fast. Meanwhile, the family, why do I want to read it? It's because some of us have never read this story before. So at least you know that you are, when you get to heaven, you say, okay, we read it in church. <laughs> Meanwhile, the famine became so severe that all, that all the food was used up. And the people were starving throughout the lands of Egypt and Canaan. By selling grain to the people, Joseph eventually collected all the money in Egypt and Canaan. And he put the money in Pharaoh's treasury. When the people of Egypt and Canaan ran out of money, all the Egyptians came to Joseph. Our money is gone, they cried. You know, when money becomes ordinary paper, like it happened in almost became like ordinary paper, it be, like it happened in Zimbabwe at one time. Right now, they denominate their, their, their what do you call it, their transactions in U.S. dollars. But look at, he said, they ran out of money. He said, our money is gone. They cried, but please give us food or we will die before your very eyes. Joseph replied, since your money is gone, bring me your livestock. I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. Why? Because he had saved during the time of plenty. He saved so much. He throughout the whole of Egypt. He said so much because at the time of harvest, food became so much. I mean, supply exceeded demand. There was so much food. Odoji. Is it, is it, is it not Odoji? Uh -huh. Odoji. 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 Odoji, 1970-something. If you were just born not too long ago, go and read after it. When everything was yafu yafu in Nigeria. Hallelujah. Praise God. My father bought nine vehicles in one day. He wanted to. And I've told you the story before. And he saw one evil dream. Where his friend said that, don't buy. He wanted to buy nine vehicles at the same time. You know, he had written the check. He wanted to go to Pan. We were living in a room at Palo at that time. Yes. Number 28, Adeshile Street. I still remember it. But he wanted to buy nine. And a friend, he said, he had a dream. He just woke up the next morning and said, my friend came to me in the, he, 
Uh, he used his back to enter the house and he said, Moses, don't buy it. And left. And my father said, he's not going to buy. That was the year my father had the accident that led to the, his death eventually a few years after. Foolishness. Don't just follow dreams. Praise God. And that time, what was, was it? 3,000 naira or something or 5,000 naira. For 504. Harvest time. But look at when harvest finished, farming came. Remember, we, as we studied Ecclesiastes chapter 7, it said that there will always be times of ups and downs, bulls and bears. Someone said, ah, they deceived us, you know, and we bought stocks, we bought stocks, we bought stocks. Now today, the stocks are paper. In fact, some of them are even disappeared into oblivion. Oh, they deceived us. They didn't deceive you. You are the ones that did not learn. We are the ones that did not learn. That there are what? There are bulls and what? There are bears. You never know when the bull will end. You never know when the bears will end. In every business. Hallelujah. But Joseph, he stood up. So Joseph replied, since your money is gone, bring me your livestock. I will give you food in what? In exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph in exchange for food. That's why you see, the Bible says, Jesus said that those that have more will be given to them. This is the way. Jesus was not cursing. Praise the Lord. He was not cursing the poor people. He said, he said the one that does not have, eh? he said the one that he has is going to be taken away from him. Can, can you see it? So those that don't have, right, most, of, most likely it's because they were foolish. And so the wise ones, will, that's why they say they keep, the rich keep getting, not because you are cursed. Not because the poor people are cursed, you are not poor. Not because the poor people are cursed, it's just simply because the, the ones, the poor people, they don't understand how the times and the economics of this world work. Hallelujah. I will give you food in exchange, in exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph in exchange for food. In exchange for their horses, flocks, sheep, and goats, heads of cattle, donkeys, Joseph provided them with food for another year. But that year ended, and the next year they came again and said, we cannot hide the truth from you, my Lord. Our money is gone. Our livestock and our cattle are yours. We have nothing left to give but our bodies and our land. I'm telling you the purpose, the, the secret of saving. If you don't, when harvest time comes, this is going to be the story. May it be, not be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. It's not just by shouting amen. <laughs> Let's read on. He said, we have nothing to give you but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your very eyes? Everybody's afraid of death. Praise God. Buy us and our land in exchange for food. We offer our land and ourselves as slaves for Pharaoh. Just give us grain so we may live and not die. So the land does not become empty and desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. 
All the Egyptians sold their fields because the famine was so severe. And soon all the land belonged to Pharaoh. Just like in the stock market. When, people, when the bears come, they say, those who are, those who, who are stock market savvy, that is when they make the most money. Because that is when, when prices will fall. Because they already have stockpiled in the time of harvest. They can now take advantage of those of us that, are, that hey, we are looking for food to eat. Ah, okay, I have GTB. Let me just quickly sell it at least. It's better for me to, to eat and, and sustain until... Who is going to buy it? Those that have what? Saved. Let's read on. Okay? As for the people, he made them all slaves from one end of Egypt to the other. The only land he did not buy was the land belonging to the priests. They received an allotment of food directly from Pharaoh, so they did not need to sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, look, today I have bought you and your land for Pharaoh. I will provide you with seeds so you can plant the fields. <laughs> look at him, wisdom. Then when you harvest it, one-fifth of your crop will belong to Pharaoh. You may keep the remaining four-fifths as seeds for your fields and as food for you, your households and your little ones. You have saved our lives, they exclaimed. They were happy. <laughs> so they, they, they said, I'm keeping for a fifth for myself. But he's collecting one, 20% from everybody. So 20% from everybody will be more than the 80% that you as an individual, you have. What led to that? Saving. The money is not enough. I, I can't save. Ah, you end up a slave. Let me finish it. You've saved our lives, they exclaimed. May it please you, my Lord, to let us be Pharaoh's servants. See, when you don't have, you will offer yourself. In fact, they, because there will be so many of you, they will not be choosing. No, you won't. And you say, no, no, no. We, can't, we, we, we can only pay 500,000. No, pay 700 now. No, no, we can't pay 700. 500 is better than nothing. You become a slave. You can't dictate. A slave doesn't dictate things. I'm telling you the power of what? Of saving. Praise God. Let's finish this. You have saved our lives. Joseph then issued a decree still in effect in the land of Egypt that Pharaoh should receive one-fifth of all the crops grown on his land. Only the land belonging to the priest was, was not given to Pharaoh. So that was how Pharaoh earned, owned everything. So don't be envious of people. Are you listening to me? Yes, I don't know. This is, this is evil. I mean, I, have, I don't even have money to pay for my rent. And this person already has three or four houses. It's evil. It's not good. That's not, that's, that's not evil distribution. Mm, keep, talk, keep, take, keep talking. 
You don't know the price that person has paid. The day he was eating garlic. Hallelujah. 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 I went with one brother recently. The, when he, had, he came to pick me in his car, and he took me to somewhere. He took me to his factory. The car that he's driving, right? Me, as small as I am, I wouldn't like to drive that car. It does not look befitting, but it is not in the looks. Who are you trying to impress? This guy had a factory where they were producing, they are producing ceilings. He's, he's sitting on a two-acre land and in that vicinity he had as many as ten acres of land. And then took me to another place where he had 35 acres of land. Which he bought, I won't tell you the amount. He bought with small amounts just five, seven years ago. And then he's now selling for times. Eh, what's 200? Times. Okay. What is the ratio of 0.5? Uh, I won't tell you. What is the ratio of 0.5 to 200? Tell. 400. Ratio 1 to 400. But if you see him, if I was telling him, I said, bro, it looks as if the, what do you call that thing? Uh, the, uh, uh, that's something that removes in, from the car. That, the shaft. Uh, I said, bro, I said, this, this your shaft is making noise. He said, eh. We said, Come on, tell your neighbor, be wise. But we, see my car. But his own shaft is about to, I have to tell him, bro, please let them go and check this your shaft. This your shaft can remove. But he's 500 times richer than me that has, whose car is finer than his own. Save. Tell your neighbor, save. This was somebody when he got married, he was, he didn't have a house. He was housed by somebody else for practically a whole year. Come on, tell your neighbor, save. Ah, okay, so I have five more minutes. So, ah, let's, we'll stop at the, I'll mention, we'll, let, let, the next finger is what? The ring finger. So, eh? Yes. Ring, so I have my ring here. The ring finger, right? What does this symbolize? What does this symbolize? Ring, 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 ring. What does this symbolize? Yeah, yeah, not marriage. Ah, why are you thinking marriage? Eh? You know, not investment. Not commitment. In this case. Love! Oh, pastor, you have you are. <laughs> it's, it's love. I mean, is it not because you know people you love that you love your wife, all things being equal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So, ah, 
Uh -huh. There are people who put ring and they don't love you. Uh -huh. May you not be a uh, fall into that in Jesus' name. Praise God. They are wearing the ring, but their, their heart is far. You know, like God told the children of Israel, He said, With your mouth you are honoring me, but your heart is what? Far from me. Praise God. So it talks about love, isn't it? And what does love do? For God so loved that He gave. So this ring finger stands for giving. So in the school of finances, right? Give as much as you can. The first one, earn as much as you can. And to earn as much as you can, you have got to learn as much as you can. And the second one is what? Save as much as you can. And the third one, give as much as you can. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Verse read. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, chapter 11, let's see verse 1 and 2. Let's see verse 1 and 2. The New Living Translation. Ecclesiastes 11, 1 and 2. New Living. King James says, cast your bread upon the waters and after many days you will find it. Let's see, what does it say in the New, uh, in the new Living Translation? Send your grain across the seas and in time profits will flow back for you. Give me the message translation. The message. Oh, beautiful in the message. Praise God. Be generous. Somebody say be generous. Be generous. So, be generous. Invest in acts of charity. Charity yields high returns. Charity means giving, isn't it? He said invest. So it is an investment. An investment is meant to yield profit. What did he say? He said that charity yields high returns. And one of the high returns that charity yields is what? Is what we call goodwill. Oh, I say, Pastor, ah, that will not be money. Ah! Goodwill is a primary capital. You can spend goodwill. There are some of us here, right? You, you, you will sweat to raise 20,000 naira. One month, you have not raised it. Meanwhile, somebody with just a phone call will raise one million on the spot. What is it? It's goodwill. I'll stop there today because of our time. It's what? Goodwill. They call it Oruko. They call it name. A good name is better Oh, even though I knew it, but practically, years back, I didn't realize it. Praise the Lord. That is your biggest capital in the world of finances. It's your biggest capital in the world of finances. 
Why is it that you, the bank can never give you loan? They won't give you loan. Even though, man, your, what do you call it? Your proposal is mm, 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 good. But the ones that are owing them money, if they go back to them, please, I need more. They are the ones that they will give. Why? You say, ah, but he's owing them billions. They will be praying that he should not die. In fact, I hear that some of them, they will even pay insurance for, them, for their lives. Because if this one dies, you can imagine nothing will happen to Dangote in Jesus' name. Imagine that kind of, he's gone. Ah, you know how many banks are going to suffer. But why will they still give him goodwill? But if it is you, they will ask for an arm and a leg. All your, the blood of your children, all of them, they will, they will include it. Just because they want to give you 1.5 million. That cannot even buy a good car. Hallelujah. But that God will not ask for, they won't ask for security. His life himself is the security. Praise God. It's called goodwill. How do you build goodwill with giving? When God gave Jesus, he said, the angel announced, he said, goodwill to all men. Hallelujah. Giving does what? Builds goodwill. Let's quickly look at a few scriptures. Remember, what, what, what? Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, Peter. When Peter, uh, when Peter, when, when Jesus wanted to preach, he got to the seashore. He told Peter, lend me your boat. Quickly. Chapter 5, verse 1. He said, lend me your boat. And then he lent him the boat. Praise God. And after he finished, he said, as the people pressed upon him, to he, had, well, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Next verse. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net. No, 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 no. I said verse 1. Praise God. He came to pass. He stood by the gate ahead. Next verse. Verse 2. Verse 2. You jump to verse 4 straight up. Verse 2. Even as they delivered. Oh, 5 verse 2. Are you there? And he saw two sheep standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their necks. And he had turned into one of the sheep, which was Simon's, and prayed him that, well, he should thrust out a, 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 a little from the land. And he sat down there and taught the people, and we know the rest of the story. After he did that, uh, he told them, launch out to the deep and for a catch. Okay? They said, ah, we've not caught anything. He said, but nevertheless, at your word, we will do what? We will let down the net. And they let down the net, and then they had a great catch. If Peter had not lent Jesus the boat, if he had not given it out, he wouldn't have gotten such a miracle. Remember the story of Cornelius, Acts chapter 10, verse 1. First, let's look at Dockers. Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, uh, Acts chapter 9, verse 36, Acts 9, 36. The Bible talks about a, a woman called Dockers. Okay, Acts 9, verse 36. 
Okay? And now there was a Joppa, a certain disciple named Tabitha. By interpretation, it's called Docker. This woman was full of good works. And what? And what? And arms deeds. It's not enough for me. Don't just get all you can and can all you get. Be a giver. He said, arms did which she did. Next verse. And the woman died. When she died, they sent for Peter. Next verse, next verse, next verse. I think let me read it from here. You're a bit too slow for me. Okay. Uh, I think we should stretch forth our hands towards the back and pray for them. Okay. Oh, they say it's network. Okay, don't worry. Let me read on from here. Okay. So, but the believers that had, he said, she was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. So, which means that, that, you, are, that you are doing good does not mean that you will escape death. Oh. It can happen. Praise God. Say, uh, why do good people always die? Well, we live in a world that is falling. Praise God. Okay, and then uh, he said, they said, the believers had that Peter was around nearby Lydia, so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. Why? Because she was, it was on the basis of her what? Of her giving, her arms deed, her good works. Remember the story of one centurion? That centurion in Luke, I think that should be Luke chapter 7. When he said, that centurion uh, was his servant or child now, was sick. Right? The servant was sick. And then, uh, the Bible says that the Pharisees, they went to Jesus. They said, Jesus, you must come to this man's house. Why? They said, because this man has been good to our nation. He has built synagogues. So you must. He is worthy of you coming to his house. Goodwill. You can't buy it in the market. Goodwill. Goodwill, you can't buy it in the market. Goodwill will give you what money can't give you. So be a giver. Glory to God. We'll stop there today. Amen. So you want to find out the other fingers? Come to church. Praise God. So what have we learned today? Earn. And to earn, learn. Next one, save. Next one, giving. We are going to camp on that keep giving sometime in this month. Because, hallelujah, Brother Higgins said something. That if every believer is faith, was faithful in his tithes and offerings, right, the church will not lack anything. And there will be no need to call for other contributions. Brother Higgins said so. And I believe him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are going to learn goodwill. We say, hey, they want to chop my money. It's goodwill. The time that they did not chop your money, your money you didn't give them, they did not chop it. Have they not moved on? Are they not existing? God can do without you. So when God says you should do it, uh, it's for your sake. Say, no, no, ah, pastors of these days, you can't trust them. Oh. Eh? <laughs> eh, 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 they are riding on horses. We, we, are, we are walking on the floor. Goodwill. Have we learned something today? Yes, sir. 
Stand to your feet and let's give him praise.